I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. A Republican senator accused of adding racism to a carefully crafted GOP message that Dems are soft on crime. In Montgomery County, there's now a push for a more anti-racist school system. I'm Melissa Howell. Wall Street did it mixed. Asian stocks mainly lower. Good morning. It's 3 o'clock on WTOP. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. President Biden says if a recession comes, he doesn't think it will be severe. We have done more. We're in a better position than any other major country in the world, economically and politically. We are, we still have real problems, but we, look, 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 look what we got done. He spoke to CNN. Should the West do more to help Ukraine defend against an onslaught of Russian missiles? CBS's Nancy Cordes reports on that from the White House. The latest wave of civilian casualties in Ukraine is setting off alarm bells in Washington. Republican Senator Jim Risch called Russia a terrorist state committing acts of genocide and urged the Biden administration to do more to defend Ukraine. The U.S. has already committed more than $16 billion worth of military assistance. Latest promise from the Pentagon? Eight advanced surface-to-air missiles, known as NASAMs, that can shoot down Russian cruise missiles. On Tuesday, leaders of the group of seven nations condemned the attacks and said they would stand firmly with Ukraine for as long as it takes. Protesters crowded into the Los Angeles City Council chamber on Tuesday, demanding the resignation of three members who were in a meeting where the council president used racist language. More from CBS's Mark Strassman. They came in outraged. Shame on you. United against their elected dividers. You are a disgrace. A moment of backroom bigotry captured on a leaked tape. Three Los Angeles City Council members, all Latino Democrats, led by Councilwoman Nuri Martinez. I see a lot of little short guard people here. Hateful comments fired in all directions and no one pushed back. The panel of medical uh, medical experts is now recommending for the first time that primary care doctors screen all children ages 8 to 18 for anxiety and all adolescents ages 12 to 18 for depression. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus agrees. Certainly the idea that identifying anxiety and depression at an early age means that intervention can be earlier and hopefully can prevent some of the ramifications that could be associated longer term with these disorders. The New York Yankees beat the Cleveland Guardians 4-1 to Tuesday night in their American League Division Series Open. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. That was the inimitable John Sterling with a call on the Yankees radio network. The Yankees have won six straight postseason games against Cleveland, dating back to the 2017 Division Series when they came back from a two-games-to-none deficit. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. They're pounding on the door. They're calling on the phone. It's the collectors. It's those credit cards you ran up trying to start your business. Now you found out that a DBA hurts the family and brings the pain home. For over 40 years, Ray Reynolds has helped customers get millions in credit. It's no wonder they call him the godfather of credit. 
In response with ArcSight, can your agency actively support its mission and simultaneously transform? Let MFGS Inc. show you how ArcSight enables your federal organization to accelerate detection and response to known and unknown threats. Threat intelligence feeds, memory correlation, and unsupervised machine learning reduce false positive incidents by up to 90%, increasing your security team's efficiency and effectiveness. Greater threat detection and mitigation in less time means more time for transformation and modernization. Learn more at MFGSinc.com. WTOP at 3.03. Good Wednesday morning, good week, October 12th, 2022. We are looking at a fair, comfortable overnight early morning. Lows in the 40s in the burbs, 50s near D.C., 46 right now. Good morning to you. Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Now being the local stories we're looking at for you this morning. We begin with issues of transportation locally. A last effort to stop the demolition of the old span of a bridge between Charles County, Maryland and King George County in Virginia has ended in a federal courtroom this week. The decision, which is applauded by the state of Maryland, is disappointing several cycling groups that had hoped to save the aging structure for recreational use. The cycling group say the challenge came after they were caught off guard when the opening of the new span of the bridge and the demolition of the old was recently changed from early next year to this week. David Brickley's with the Dahlgren Railroad Heritage Trail Association, one of the groups that sued to stop the demolition. It's such a shame because we could have had just a spectacular venue for recreating with hiking and, and cycling. The Hogan administration stepped away from plans early on to make a place on the new bridge for recreational crossings. On using the old bridge for that, the state called that unaffordable and unsafe safe and the Maryland Transportation Authority in a statement says it appreciates that the court denied the request for a temporary restraining order for the demolition of the old span. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Meantime, word that in, uh, several environmental groups are suing to stop the Beltway 270 toll lane project in Montgomery County. Federal suit here claims the project is harmful, unnecessary, would increase air pollution and cost drivers millions in new tolls. The groups say the toll lane still would not address the region's traffic problems. WTOP News Time, now 3.06. In other news this early morning, from the roads to the rails, you can't do it just yet, but pretty soon we'll all be able to ride a Silver Line Metro train to Dallas Airport. NBC4 transportation reporter and WTOP alum Adam Tuss was able to get a preview of what the rides will actually be like. The extension of the Silver Line has also included uh, stations at Reston Town Center, Herndon Innovation Center, Loudon Gateway and Ashburn. While an official opening date still has yet to be announced, Adam says the new stations could be up and running by Thanksgiving. It's looking very likely that you'll be able to take the Silver Line out to Dallas International Airport by Thanksgiving. Some of the sources that we've been talking to had always hinted at a Halloween time frame opening. Could be around the 31st, could be the first week of November. And Tuss says getting to the ticket counter at Dallas from the station will likely take less than 10 minutes. WTLP at 307, an update on traffic and weather a minute away. Stay with us. Ever open a kitchen cabinet and your pans fall out on the floor? Or reach for spices in the back and everything falls out? And if you're nervous about entertaining for the holidays because your countertops are in such sad shape, we can help. 
Whether your kitchen needs a little spruce up or a major remodel, experienced designers at Cabinet Discounters can help. Check out our website, cabinetdiscounters.com, and see photos of gorgeous projects, both big and small, including kitchens, baths, wet bars, entertainment centers, and more. Then visit one of Cabinet Discounters' seven showrooms in Maryland and Virginia for a free consultation with an experienced designer who will get you started. Find showroom locations, hours, and phone numbers at cabinetdiscounters.com. We have fantastic career opportunities for experienced kitchen designers. Check it out at cabinetdiscounters.com. Cabinet Discounters, great quality, great price. On Wednesday morning, October 12, 2022. Welcome into WTLP. It's 3.08. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Oh, good morning, Dan. That last report, no change. Northbound 210 remains closed between Palmer Road and Kirby Hill Road. Crash under an investigation that involved a pedestrian that occurred last night in the 11 o'clock hour. Again, no word yet that they are going to reopen the road anytime soon. Hopefully it is soon, but for now, expect to be redirected as a result. Southbound side of 210 has been open all along. Now, if you're traveling uh, elsewhere in Maryland, uh, 95 South, uh, headed down toward the Capitol Beltway and College Park, looks good. No issues on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway getting down to the Beltway and Greenbelt or even inside the Beltway headed down toward the district. Northbound side of the Parkway looks good, headed up toward I-195 and the BWI Thurgood Marshall. So far, no issues there. Northbound 95 still working between I-195 and I-695, the Baltimore Beltway. Two left lanes get you by the work zone. Remember, the exit to the outer loop, exit 49A, is closed. Ramp to the inner loop does remain open at this time. 270 south from Frederick down to the Beltway, also free and clear so far. Now, working over on the Bay Bridge this morning, the westbound span blocked for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction of travel. Delays have been brief. Then beyond the bridge, if you're headed toward Annapolis, paving project returns again this morning. Uh, westbound between uh, Cape St. Clair Road and Baydale Drive. You're down to a single left lane to the work zone with an occasional delay, but right now it seems to be moving okay. Virginia Beltway interloop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. Single file left through the work zone. As of late, delays have eased somewhat, but again, for now, if more folks get on the road, it's going to slow down some more, but for now you're moving along pretty well. Don't forget the exits to both eastbound and westbound 66 are closed as part of that work. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. We've got rain on the way, but not yet. It looks like we'll have plenty of cloud cover on our Wednesday. Highs in the upper 60s to low 70s. The rain, though, that's making its way in here for Thursday, and it'll be here most of the day. Some of that rain heavy at times. Highs in the upper 60s to around 70. That rain lasting most of the day, but clearing on Friday with a high in the 60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're looking at 56 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 55 in Oxon Hill, 47 Sterling. We're at 46 degrees and holding at our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, papers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Glad you're with us. It's 310 on WTOP. Ever open a kitchen cabinet and your pans fall out on the floor? Or reach for spices in the back and everything falls out? And if you're nervous about entertaining for the holidays because your countertops are in such sad shape, we can help. 
your kitchen needs a little spruce up or a major remodel, experienced designers at Cabinet Discounters can help. Check out our website, cabinetdiscounters.com, and see photos of gorgeous projects, both big and small, including kitchens, baths, wet bars, entertainment centers, and more. Then visit one of Cabinet Discounters' seven showrooms in Maryland and Virginia for a free consultation with an experienced designer who will get you started. Find showroom locations, hours, and phone numbers at cabinetdiscounters.com. We have fantastic career opportunities for experienced kitchen designers. Check it out at cabinetdiscounters.com. Cabinet Discounters. Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. This is WTOP News. Here home, the teen curfew worked locally in Prince George's County, contributing to a drop, they say, in crime over the past month. So now county leaders say that curfew will not end, at least not yet. Calling it a success, Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrook says that I will be extending the curfew for the remainder of this year. A few drew warnings over the initial 30-day period, but nobody was ever fined. And Alsobrook says the curfew helps parents and the community re-engage with kids and keep them out of trouble. Police Chief Malik Aziz says the stats back it up. During the curfew hours, our overall crime dropped 20%. Violent crime dropped 38%. Carjackings dropped 59%. Though they also say it's too early to directly attribute the curfew for that reduction. Our village worked together to make it happen and to remind everybody never ever to bet against a Prince Georgian. In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash women first. WTOP News Time this early hour, 313 in the morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. Now to the latest of the war. This early morning, Ukrainians have been dealing with missile strikes from Russia for months. But what happened in the last couple of days across wide areas of that country was unusual at best, and they will remember these days. This morning, WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green with further details for us. A missile flew over his house. It's a very distinct sound. And you instantly understand that uh, the danger is right here. And Yuri Sack, advisor to Ukraine's Minister of Defense. It was a sound which lasted half a second, and then the next second there was an explosion. And that explosion in central Kiev, it actually happened less than one kilometer from, from my apartment. It was a bit of a wake-up call. He was literally awakened by the missile, but he says it's also a reminder. You know, we've had air raid sirens, yes, pretty regularly, but we didn't have any missile strikes. He said he and his fellow Ukrainians are motivated and resolute, and a sign of that resolve appeared street with a big crater left behind by a missile. 
was completely filled and paved over and Ukrainians were going about their business. JJ, there was some positive news about Ukrainian POWs, so tell us about that. Yeah, Ukraine says 32 of its soldiers, Hillary, have been freed and the body of an Israeli citizen who fought for Ukraine has been returned in a prisoner swap with Russia. According to Andrei Yermak, who is the head of the president's office, said that another exchange of prisoners took place and that this had uh, essentially moved forward they're hoping to get more people freed in these swaps in coming weeks and days. He said all of the soldiers had been in places where fierce fighting was going on, and some of them had actually been considered missing. So these soldiers, he said, are undergoing medical examinations and are going to be reunited with their families. With the latest on the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking there with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. WTOP Sports Time, 3.15 on your Wednesday morning. Rob's turn this hour. A long day of playoff baseball ended with the Dodgers' 5-3 victory over the Padres in Game 1 of their NLDS just as the rain hit Southern California. Former National Trade Turner hit a 419-foot home run to spark the early scoring and that uh, held up thanks to the L.A. bullpen's four scoreless innings of relief. The Phillies opened the day by beating the Braves 7-6 in the other NLDS Game 1. In the American League, the Yankees got a strong start from Garrett Cole in a 4-1 win over the Guardians. And what a finish in Houston. The Astros came back from four runs down in the eighth inning to stun the Mariners 8-7 on a Jordan Alvarez three-run walk-off home run. That makes him only the second player in postseason history to hit a walk-off homer with his team down to its last out. The Washington Commanders tried to squash another controversy before heading to Chicago. Ron Rivera apologized for Monday's stunning remarks about the quarterback play. I had an opportunity to speak to the players, and I was very, you know, up front just told them, hey, that's on me. I should know better. Me of all people should know better, to be honest. I mean, I've been doing this quite some time, and for me not to finish my thought completely, I messed up. The quarterback, Carson Wentz, says it's all good, coach. Nothing for me that I'm overly concerned about. Coach is a very straightforward, upfront guy, and he addressed it in the team meeting, which I thought was really cool, and what he meant by it all, so. I feel very confident in that. Wentz was limited at practice with a right shoulder that should not prevent him from playing Thursday nights. The Ravens' Marcus Williams won't play for at least four weeks. He's on injured reserve with a dislocated wrist. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 317, Wednesday morning, midweek, October 12th on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you this overnight early morning, there was a 2.0 magnitude earthquake reported late last night. In southern Carroll County, about 10 minutes before midnight, the epicenter was in Sykesville. Police say there are no reports of damage or injuries, at least not yet. President Joe Biden says a slight recession is possible, but he doesn't think, he says, that it will actually happen. In that, he is in strong disagreement right now with major investment banks and economic experts, some of whom believe we're already in a recession. Russian forces unleashing a fresh barrage of missiles on Ukraine for another day. This week, after strikes that killed at least 19, G7 leaders meeting this week promised Ukraine would get help to fight Russia for as long as it takes. Word from the entertainment world, sad news this early morning. Angela Lansbury has died. She kicked up her heels in Broadway musicals like Mame and Gypsy and played a communist agent in The Manchurian Candidate and solved endless murders, of course, as crime novelist Jessica Fletcher in the long-running TV series Murder, She Wrote. Angela Lansbury was 96. Stay with WTOP, where the time now is 318.
Rich Andrews in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, if you're traveling southbound 95 in Virginia, the work zone south of Route 630 Stafford headed down towards Centerport Parkway, that has been picked up and cleared. All lanes have been reopened. Good news there. They are still working southbound as you approach and pass U.S. 17 Falmouth in the through lanes, blocking the left lane. That's where you get by without delay. And keep in mind, this is one of those work zones that's extended, so it's out there until about 10 o'clock this morning, but again, not causing any delay. Northbound 95 from Fredericksburg up to the Beltway in Springfield looks good. Express lanes available to you uh, to use as well if you need them. 395 north between the belt uh, between the Beltway and Edsel Road, single file right gets you by the work zone. But again, uh, light volume has kept delays to a minimum there as well. Uh, beyond that, you're in good shape too and across the inbound 14th Street Bridge. Uh, no problems early on the George Washington Parkway in either direction, especially for folks headed toward Reagan National. If you're traveling 66 eastbound, they continue to work. As you make your way east of 29 Centerville all the way toward the Fairfax County Parkway, single right lane gets you by. Then between Nutley Street and the Beltway, you're also down to one single lane to the right. Keep in mind the exit to the outer loop is open, just reduced to a single right lane. The exit to the inner loop remains closed as part of a work zone. And eastbound near Route 7 inside the Beltway, stay left past the bridge deck work. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the weather for you as we make our way through the next couple of days. Your Wednesday still looking pretty nice. And the last day before we see some rain. But no rain Wednesday, even though we'll have a lot of cloud cover. Going for highs in the upper 60s to low 70s. I'm going 72 in the city. As you make your way into the day on Tuesday, a cold front moves our way. Gives us a good chance for rain most of the day. Some of that could be on the heavy side. Maybe even a couple of thunderstorms with a high in the upper 60s to around 70. Clearing out and better on Friday. Cooler, but highs in the mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. They're waking up to 55 degrees at Tyson's Corner, 51 in Crofton, 55 as well. LaFont Plaza, 3 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, October 12, 2022. And we have a temperature of back up to 54 degrees now in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. Good morning. It's 421 on WTOP. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. The Supreme Court, at least for now, rejects a so-called personhood appeal. It was a case that hope to give embryos and fetuses constitutional rights. The high court declining to hear the case, which would have allowed anti-abortion advocates to further restrict the procedure. This morning, CBS News legal analyst Dan Rosenbaum talks more about the case. There are two Catholic women in Rhode Island that were challenging a statute that attempted to legislate Roe v. Wade, right, to grant a state right to an abortion, right? Essentially taking the Roe v. Wade language and saying the state legislature is going to adopt it. So these were two women who said, look, my fetus, unborn child, has rights under the Constitution to uh, equal protection and due process, and you can't essentially kill it, right? I mean, that's really what these personhood statutes were about. Remember, Roe v. Wade was about viability, right? 
woman, the state has an interest in preserving the life of a child once he or she becomes viable outside the womb. More recently, we've seen other things like in Mississippi, reducing the viability time from 24 weeks to 15 weeks. Then we saw these fetal heartbeat laws, right? In Texas, uh, after six weeks, if you can detect a heartbeat, now you've got a person, right? And then the most extreme, I guess, is to say, you don't have a need a heartbeat, you don't need to be viable, you just need to be pregnant, and once you're pregnant, there's a person in there. So some states just created these personhood statutes in order to challenge Roe v. Wade to say that you can't, that the viability is not the key, it's personhood itself. So will this have any effect on those states that already have these personhood laws? Or uh, Georgia, for example, which already lets a woman claim a fetus as a dependent or tax credit? I know, Hillary, that's an interesting one. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is this, that, you know, I'm not surprised that the Supreme Court didn't want to hear this. Why? Well, it said in Dobbs, the government, the Constitution is not in the abortion business, right? Abortion is a moral issue. It should be decided in the political sphere through your state legislatures. That's all that Dobbs says, right? That there's no, con the Constitution says nothing about abortion. And so therefore, kick it back to the political process. For the Supreme Court to hear this case, right, it would have to say that the government is in the abortion business again, right? Why? Because what, why would you grant rights to a fetus? What rights, what does a fetus really need other than life, right? <laughs> like there's not, they don't need free speech, right? The fetus doesn't need freedom of religion. The only reason to grant personhood, if, if it's in the Constitution, which it isn't, but the Supreme Court could have said that personhood applies, 14th Amendment applies to a fetus as well. So I think that given the fact that it already said the government isn't the constitution is not in the abortion business i'm not surprised that it's at least incrementally at this so quickly after dobbs not granting constitutional rights to a fetus because there's no reason to do so other than to protect the the life of the of the fetus cbs news legal analyst thing rosenbaum the conversation with sean and hillary you are listening to 103.5 fm at wtop.com Get the top news of the day straight to your inbox. Sign up for WTOP's breaking news email alerts. Go to WTOP.com slash alerts. WTOP at 325. Money news at 25 and 55 on WTOP, a Wednesday morning preview of your business day now, October 12th. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. With personal computer sales slowing and inflation rising, Intel is preparing for major job cuts. Sources say the chip maker could lay off thousands of workers. An announcement could come later this month, around the same time as Intel's third quarter earnings report on October 27th. Today is day two of Amazon's Prime Day sequel amid signs that it may be a flop. The research firm Clover says early indications yesterday were that sales were about the same as any other day. It's another sign that retailers are in for a tough holiday season ahead and will need deep discounts to clear excess inventory. Separately, workers at an Amazon warehouse in Southern California are the latest to seek a union vote. About 800 employees in Moreno Valley, east of Los Angeles, want to join the upstart Amazon labor union. They filed paperwork with the National Labor Relations Board seeking to hold a unionization vote. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that 
If you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.